Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. What is the most dangerous book you have ever read? How about Mein Kampf by the notorious leader of the Nazis, Adolf Hitler? Or the book the Beatles warn us about in their classic song, Revolution? Quotations from Chinese Communist leader, Chairman Mao. Maybe you would hide your copy of Bertrand Russell's Why I'm Not a Christian. Or even semi-fictional works like Salman Rushdie's book, The Satanic Verses. That book had him living in hiding from angry Muhammad followers. But what about a book that is most likely not only dangerous to own and read, but could very well be illegal in many countries? Roderick Edwards' book, How to Overthrow Our Government, takes the reader on a historical and hypothetical journey of revolution, civil war, and sedition. From ancient Chinese farmers turning their farm tools into weapons, to the attempted impeachment of the U.S. President Trump. This book has it all. Get it today before it's banned forever. Screaming Chewing Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And it starts now. Hey everyone, welcome back for another exciting episode here in the studios of Screaming Chewy Show Productions. And um, what's today's episode about, right? Well... Last week, I got a little political. I was talking about the government and how they want to take our gun rights here in Arizona. A gun sanctuary, as you might say. And uh, we, the people, are not very happy. So, what are we going to do if, they, if it, the bill passes into a law? If they take our guns here in Arizona? You think we're going to have a revolution? Fight for your rights? Going to overthrow throw the government? Can we? Can you? Well, me and special guest Roderick Edwards will talk about such things from his book, How to Overthrow a Government. And hey, we're going to talk about things, some consequences you might never thought about if you decide to overthrow the government and uh, how it might be bloodier than you think. But... Remember, this is all theoretical. We're not saying, hey, let's start a revolution, go kill these motherfuckers and shit. We're just saying, if people decided these might be some steps to take or things to take in consideration. So, very interesting stuff here. Stay tuned. And, um, yeah, we'll be back right after a word from our sponsors And let me start with a song. I think it goes very good with this episode. And it's uh, by Band Observer Syndrome. And the song is called Dynamite in the Well. They can judge us. They can chain us. They can hurt us. They can move us. One thing's for certain. We will rise again. They can judge us. They can chain us. They can hurt us. They can move us. One thing's for certain. We will rise again! Join us, they can train us, they can hurt us, they can move us. One thing for certain, we will rise again! Join us, they can train us, they can hurt us, they can move us. 
from our sponsors. Hey everyone, welcome to the Screamy Chewy Show. This is your host Chewy, and I'd like to welcome back a very special guest, Roderick Edwards. And hey, hey. 
Yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys remember him, but we recently did an episode about the universe of every religion and none. Very deep stuff. But hey, now we're going to see a different side here, right? Um, yeah, love your book, man. Great read. I highly recommend it. And uh, if any of you are wondering or ever wondered, how would you ever overthrow a government? Well, Roderick here, he's got us, man. Why don't you tell us a little about, about your book, How to Overthrow a Government? Well, um, first of all, let me know. I am uh, hiding. I'm hiding right now in a bunker so nobody can find me. You, you, remember, we, you're supposed to mask my voice, right? Um, I kind of oh, forgot. Oh, oh, We're doing this over CB radio. Oh, damn. Okay, we got we to gotta shut this whole thing down. <laughs> the FBI, that's the door. They, they tapped us. <laughs> <laughs> no. So... At your last show, you were talking about uh, various topics, and you talked about how you weren't very political, which is fine. A lot of people are not. However, I have been very political all my life. Matter of fact, I remember when Jimmy Carter was president. So this is how far back I go, and I was political even then. I was I was political as a teenager. Oh wow! So, hey, by any chance, do you like punk rock? I did it at one point, but not anymore. But yeah, you you got some intros for me. I got an intro. We could just. Oh, man. There? How's that? I heard it. It sounded a little staticky, but it's probably because oh, you're okay. in the cave. Yeah, it's in the, well, in the cave. <laughs> Bad I think, Yeah, I think. Man, is that Osama's bones over there? Oh, okay. <laughs> With yeah, a so self-inflicted we'll bullet wound to the head? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I've been political all my life, and yeah, I, li I like uh, punk rock. I came from an area in uh, Indianapolis called Broderpool. It's a really trendy punk rocker maybe that's where punk rock started a lot of it didn't from at least in this area so wow, some history there huh yeah so there's a little background there um but back to yeah i was i've been political most of my life and one thing that happens one day i started thinking about the difference between freedom and anarchy so mm. if I you hey what does it mean what does freedom mean most people say well it means you can just basically do what you want right yeah okay well, what does anarchy mean then same thing. Yeah, well, so, so there's a problem here because anarchy and freedom aren't the same thing, but the same definition's given. So what's the difference between the two is, is kind of how this book was launched. I started thinking, what is the difference between freedom and anarchy? That's very deep, bro. I like it. Yeah. And that's yes. a very good question. Yeah, so you got two different types of people who want revolution. You got the people who are like the, fuck the government, I'm going to kill everybody. Let's just take everybody down. You know, they, 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 they want complete anarchy. They it just would, want blood, huh? It, it would be crazy. It's sort of like a, what? What's that, purge? It's oh, like, yeah, the purge? Yeah, that's exactly what it'd be like. Or Mad like Max. A, there you go. Or, or, you know, the worst version of both those put together would be anarchy, would be that kind of revolution. I'm not certain we want that kind because only people who are going to survive are the people who got the most guns, I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, or the really smart ones. Yeah, we're really smart ones that are living in the cave somewhere with their voice masks. Audios. Oh, wait a minute. So, yeah. so I started like, there's a few years ago, actually, when I started writing this book and I set it down for a while. I was like, okay, let me think about this. I wrote it during actually probably started getting written during the first election of Obama, 2008. Oh, wow. When Obama was getting elected to all the people on the right were, oh, Obama, he's going to be this, this uh, socialist. He's going to usher in the Muslim brotherhood, which he did some of that stuff. 
and then I put it down for a while, and then guess who gets elected next? Trump. Mm -hmm. So be careful here what I'm going to say here, but we have two sides of two different coins. Some people hate Trump because, you know, they believe all the, he's this guy, he's this racist guy, though he wasn't racist before he ran for president. But also, I mean, nobody considered him racist, what I'm saying. Nobody ever considered he, We have pictures of him with Snoop Doggy and, and P. Diddy and all them other people. That's very true, yeah. So nobody said he was racist until he ran for president. So my point is, is that we have two different concepts of revolution, why people want to take over government. We have the Obama, the left-winger. He's going to come in there. He's going to take all our guns, and he's going to, you know, he's going to force us to join the UN, blah, blah, blah. Then we have people who hate Trump. He's going to force it so everybody can't have an abortion, blah, 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 and he's going to put the Nazis in charge, and blah, blah, blah. You have all this. So, so where are we in this? How does this all happen, and, and why? Can, could we even overtake the government if we wanted to? Or I mean, could we even come together and just agree to terms, right? Right. That's what why we need we, to do. And why would we want to take over the government? And what would we put in its place? That's a very good point. Like you were saying um, about tyranny, right? About it being like a cruel oppression. That would be a good enough reason to overthrow a government. But right. is it well, a cruel oppression the, right now? Exactly. I mean, we even look at the, uh, the American Revolution. And they said the reason they had to overthrow the king is because they were being taxed. Well, if you really look at the taxation, especially like the Boston Tea Party, they weren't even being taxed 1%. I guarantee you, I'm taxed at 32% every dollar I make right now. But you don't see me getting up trying to take over the government 32%. Maybe I should, but I don't do it. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. We, th we fucking threw the T over, over taxes. Yeah, and now 1%. we're being taxed, like we're being raped. <laughs> and now imagine the dude, now I'm not super rich. At least you wouldn't know because I'm hiding in a cave. I couldn't be all decked out in you know, bearskin rugs for all you know. You got but it, fucking piles of money in there. Yeah, piles of money and all that stuff. Gold, gold chandeliers hanging from the top of the cave. You're burning the money to stay warm in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you got enough. So I got got the nuclear missiles coming in the back that I bought from the Al Qaeda. Back. <laughs> but the point is, is that I mean, we how would you even start a revolution? If you want to, do we have enough guns to start a revolution? As I said in the book, the, the, one of the flashpoints that I thought was kind of interesting not too long ago was this Cliven Bundy dude. I don't know if you remember this. It's like, mom, like eight years ago or so. He was a rancher out in, I, I think, in your region there, close to Arizona somewhere, maybe. Mm. Well, him and, his, him and his family, I guess they were letting their cattle graze on supposed government land, and they'd done it for years and years and years and years, but now suddenly uh, when Obama was in charge, I think it was Obama, his government was saying, no, you can't do this. You got to pay us money, blah, blah, blah. You can't graze your, and he got hostile and said, no, we're not, I'm not going back down. And a whole bunch of people met him and his land. And there were snipers and stuff on the bridges and stuff. And they sent the government out to basically quell this thing. And they, they wow. backed down. Don't you remember this? The government yeah. backed down because it was going to be a bloodbath had the government tried to push him off the land. Wasn't there like a shitload of people with him? Yeah, there was. Like they all, they, they start, all the militias started coming from nowhere and setting up camp around this government land that, where he'd been grazing his cattle. On, like I said, they had sniper rifles on the militia sitting on overpasses Fuck. waiting for the government to come. They knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. They were ready for it. I, thought that was, I almost thought that was going to be the second sparking of the revolution. Because you never know what sparks the revolution. The first one was sparked not by some chaotic people like we'd see nowadays. Fuck the government! You know? 
Anarchy. Anarchy. Yeah, that's not that's not gonna work. This Antifada stuff that you see these guys, these these black masks walk around, these little weekend warriors who are their little rich boys that are down their mom's basement going, let's let's take some Molotov cocktails to the to the protest, buddies. You know, that's never gonna work. All they're gonna do is piss people off. Um, are you yeah, familiar with that game, Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, yeah. I, usually, I, I first time I played that because I'm a 51 year old dude. First time I played that, I tried to play it as if I was gonna be a nice guy, but they kept shoulder chucking me. Old lady yeah. chucking me in the road. Like, all right, you gotta go down there. I tried so, to be nice, but you shoulder chucking me. In the, so you in know, the you road. start you start killing innocent people, then the cops come, you start killing them, and then you get overwhelmed. Now yeah. it always right. ends the same way. You fucking die. And that's pretty much like real life. If you yeah. start doing that in real life, you're going to end the same way as the game, except you don't exactly. restart, you know? <laughs> restart. The difference is the American Revolution and other revolutions, but I'll use the American one for this case, is they thought it out and thought it out and thought it out. There wasn't, there wasn't when a sudden spur of the moment, hey, let's go fuck the government, the English, blah, blah, blah. We hate the, we don't hate red, we hate the color red, blah, blah, blah. They, it was none of that. They it all out. They wrote it all out. They looked at history. They said, what is the best types of government? What's caused governments to fail in, in the past? Which I hate to say this, but I'm sure some people are listening to this are going to get upset, but socialism okay. never worked. Mm. So they said, well, let's not have socialism. Let's have complete independence for every individual, where every individual is protected by one document that they can point to and says that you can't take my land because this document protects me. That's what's different about the American Constitution, because technically, the little lady who lives by the highway that's getting ready to come through, she can say, I'm not selling my land no matter what. I've lived here all my life. And the government didn't used to be able to come through and take her land. They had to wait and wait and wait and wait until she died. Or build a highway around her house. Yeah, yeah. But now that you Exactly. And that was what's different about America is that you didn't used to be able to take people's land like that. Now they got eminent domain and they get ways around it. But the original difference in America is that each individual had their own rights. It wasn't rights granted to them by a, a large majority or people who vote for a majority. If you not hate the word democracy, and most of the founders hate the word democracy, because democracy is just what they call this, two, two wolves and a sheep trying to decide what to have for dinner. Oh, nice. Wow. That's, what it is. That's a good way to put it, bro. I like it. Democracy doesn't work because it's really once you get a group of people who are the, either the loudest or the majority, your rights go down the drain. I don't care what you believe. Yep, the rights that people fought for, you know, that you right. thought you were born with, they're like slowly dwindling away. Yeah, you were talking about the Second Amendment, the, the your last podcast. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's important because if I can't defend myself, not just from muggers in the street, but from the politician who wants to take away my rights, then, you know, I have no rights. And that's exactly why they gave us the Second Amendment, to protect yourselves against a government or a tyranny, right? Mm-hmm. When the people say that's enough, and but nobody's gonna do that nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, well, well they might. We we got to see how far we can be pushed. I don't know how far we got to get pushed. That's uh, true. Like I said in the uh, in the intro, what what I uh, gave this book to the dedication was to Antonin Scalia. He was a he was a Supreme Court justice and. Back in 2016, somebody asked him, hey, what should we do if taxes get too high? He basically said, now, granted, this is a Supreme Court justice. He said, if they get too high, I guess you'll need to revolt. 
the Supreme Court justice telling people they need to revolt. Straight up, man. If yeah. I mean, if that's not a message, I don't know what is. Yeah, I mean, if if he can say it and not get arrested, why can't any other individual say, "Hey, if things get too bad and the government's imposing upon your rights, especially the rights of the Constitution, then maybe you should revolt." I mean, if I said that in some recorders, I could possibly get arrested. And um, you know how they're they're only trying to take our guns in some states. But they're also trying to prohibit gun training. So your gun is useless if you're, you're not trained with it, right? If you don't know how to shoot, you're going to blast your homie next to you instead of the bad guy next to him. You know what I mean? Exactly. Or they're limiting uh, ammunition. Oh, sure, yeah. Gun, but you can only have two bullets. Really? What's <laughs> Two bullets? Well, have they have 30-round mags, 100-round mags, or drums, yeah. you know? Yeah, I got the... Don't tell anybody that, okay? It's all Don't, hush, hush. Can you edit that out of the, video, out of the audio? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, no problem. Kidding. I mean, no we're probably being tapped right now. I mean, this yeah, is probably not. streaming through the White House. What's that black <laughs> helicopter flying over my house for over and over? Black man out front. Watch, you start seeing cars following you whenever you go to the store or some shit. It's the same car. Yeah. It's all right. I had to wear a disguise every time. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. the, the book isn't actually advocating revolution, obviously, but it talks about the history of revolution. It talks about how it hypothetically could be done, but it mm -hmm. also how the fact that even talking about it technically under the law is illegal. Yeah, because you're not supposed to try and start a revolution, right? Right. It's like these bump stocks. Uh, somebody got upset because Trump, for example... Uh, he's typically considered a pro-gun, blah, 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 NRA supporter, blah, blah, blah. But he outlawed, as far as I understand, he outlawed bump stocks. So I had some of my friends that are really pro-gun. They're like, he outlawed bump stocks. He's just a traitor. Blah. Okay, if I ever need a bump stock, then I'm already past the point where I give a shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. Stock, and I want to shoot off four, like 200 rounds. I'm probably already past the point where I really care what the government says. Hey, and, um, you know, I think that was all because of the whole Vegas shooter, right? The bump right. stock thing? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, have, you've heard of MK Ultras, right? That conspiracy? Yep. So, some people say he was an MK Ultra. Some say he was just fucking, you know, his medication. He was mentally ill. Or, I mean, well, who really knows? We'll never really know the truth because he's how fucking you, how dead. How do you get all those weapons up into that room and then break hotel room glass and everything else. I don't quite get it how that even worked, went down. I'm not really trying to analyze it too much, but it seems very strange. Yeah, there's many details that are questionable or missing, you know? But What really piss, pisses me off is like we, talk, we jokingly talk about Alex Jones um, from Infowars.com, but they actually sued him because he keeps claiming that the Sandy Hook thing was a fraud. Dude, now, I think they shut down his uh, podcast. I think they yeah, censored him. Yeah, deplatforming. They they're doing that all over the place. They shut yes. down, they banned off Facebook and Twitter and everything else multiple times for barely anything. And yeah. I found that very interesting how you talked about that in your book too, the deplatforming, because that's mm -hmm. kind of like taking taking away your voice and platforms, right? Right, platforms. Yeah, social media platforms. You can't use YouTube. You can't use uh, Facebook. You can't use Twitter because. It's against our, uh, against our policies. Okay, well, you, all this other crap you're letting go on over here. For example, what was her name? Uh, oh, man, what's her name? The redhead chick that, that held Trump's head up in a bloody, like, 
Oh, that comedian chick was it Kathy something? Yeah, Kathy Griffin or Griffin or yeah. something like that. Well, oh, I technically, about that. yeah, technically that's illegal. I mean, she could have been arrested right away because she's advocating basically the the murder of of a sitting president. Yeah, people kind of like forget about free speech, mm-hmm. and you know, there's difference between that and threatening the president. Right. Like you could say fuck the president, but you're not gonna be like, well. I'm gonna murder that motherfucker. You know, that's yeah, once you say that, you cross the line. You could actually be thrown in prison. I'm surprised they haven't pushed that more when when people say that about him. I mean, you yeah. have talking about blowing up the White House. We're talking about full fledged. When people say we're a revolution, blah blah, they don't realize people are almost advocating revolution against Trump, whether you yeah. like him or not. They're advocating revolution against him, our own government. And question is, the people that are advocating it, are they ready for it? No, I don't think you are. I wouldn't be ready for it, even though some parts of life I wish would be changed. Because not only, I mean, even during the first revolution and the Civil War, not only are you fighting against the people you dislike, you end up fighting against your family members. Because not all your family members are going to agree with you. I have family members that if there were a revolution went down right now, they're on the left, and I'm kind of on the right. So chances are I would not be able to interact with them. If oh, they- wow. If they came to me, probably the people that were with me would say, hey, we got to get rid of that person. You can't have them in our midst. They're, they're a traitor. They would want to probably kill them. If I, did office, if I went to the left and tried to hide with my other family members, they'd probably say, get rid of that guy. He's a right winger. We got to kill him. He's, he's not our friend. So during the, during the revolution, the Civil War in America, you're killing your own family members because that's how it works. Damn, I never thought about that, dude. Are you ready for wow. that? I, mean, I, I think, I don't want to get too personal, but one of your family members just recently, and you can out of, you want, just recently, as far as I know, became a citizen of the United States. I uh-huh. say. Now, he's probably pretty proud that he became a citizen of the United States. Yep. Am I understanding that right? Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. So if a revolution broke out right now, he would probably be pro-America, pro-what-not. <laughs> You're right. And if you were on the opposite side, you'd be opposing him. Dude, I never thought about it that way, bro. That's he might turn crazy. you in. Turn you in or something. Be like, hey, this guy's fucking crazy. Take him. Yeah, he's been radicalized. I never thought about that, but that's a very good point, dude. That wow, that blew my mind. He was such a good boy until he started doing those videos about that hot pepper stuff that he put in his mouth. (laughs) It burned his brain cells, Mm -hmm. or those violent video games. Fucking grab that photo. Violent video games did it. Punk rock music rot his brain about overthrowing the government. <laughs> now he's talking, yeah, yeah, he's talking to some weirdo in in the Florida forest about overthrowing the government. It's Alex Jones, bro. He got to us. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't censor him in time. <laughs> but really, again, back to it. It's amazing because people don't understand. They think that somebody like Trump, and I'm not trying to be a pro-Trump, but I just want to keep on highlighting this because. There is groups of people right now who want to overthrow the entire government because Trump is in, in is is the president. That's kind of dumb, right there. That's not a good enough reason. Yeah, well, and and you look at just look at his policies. Forget the Matt, whether you like him or not, as a man. The economy is booming. Uh, unemployment for all all demographics, whether it's Hispanic, Black, White, Asian, is the lowest levels ever in history. Uh, everybody's 401k is up and everything else. There hasn't been a lot of hostility going on. Trade deals are being fixed. Okay. If you might, you might hate him because he's a, a jerk. I mean, I, you might not want to hang out with the drink a beer or whatever, especially since he doesn't drink beer, he doesn't drink alcohol. But anyhow, the point drink is a diet Coke with him. 
Yeah. <laughs> and a Kentucky Fried Chicken. So <laughs> he does. So anyhow, you got all these people who want to overthrow him. Just imagine if and when he wins in, in November 2020, what's going to happen? People are going to be mad. Especially all these Bernie supporters. What's going to happen? They really think he's not going to win. They really think he's going to be unseated. And I don't think that's going to be the case. And because there's, I mean, just by those demographics of improvements as a president, most people are going to vote for him. Even people that don't necessarily like him, but hey, he's good for the bottom line. They're going to vote for him anyhow. Mm-hmm. And like, like you were saying, like you were saying, like, I personally don't like him, but I don't hate him. And, you know, but the fact that you were saying that, you know, the economy's doing better and all that, like, you're right. You know, like, I'm not going to deny that and be like, no, fuck him. And like, you know, I'm like, no, that's, that's right. You know? And, and like I'm surprised say- more Hispanics don't like him because he has that, what's that, machismo? Am I saying that right? Yeah, he does. So, I mean, he, this guy's like, this guy's like, shut the fuck up. You know, he's not like yeah. presidents to do, well, I got to be presidential. He's like, no, I'm going to be a human first. And I'm going to tell people how it is. But they hate that. I'm going to tweet because I get sick of sick of the media telling this other people how what I'm saying and and editing it. So he just does it all directly. He's he's unlike any president. And I'm not That's true. Pro Trump fan here, but I am saying he, whether you like it or not, he's unlike any other president we've ever had. Yeah, it's because he's a dumbass. Well, okay, well the dumbass has created a better economy than almost all the ones in the past. So. You really need to live with that. And I honestly think the dumber one was Bush, bro. Bush yeah, yeah. Jr. Oh, my God. I was so yeah. embarrassed that he was my president. <laughs> and you, well, you weren't around with, with Carter. You were probably like two or four. I don't know how old you were back in the 80s. Were you even conceived yet? I was born in 87, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, your daddy hadn't even thought about you yet. Nope. You probably hadn't even met your mama yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't even thought of. So, but yeah, Carter was even worse because he caused like a, I think gas was up to almost five bucks. Only Fuck. Yeah. Back in the 80s. Oh my God. That'd be like $10 right now. Mm-hmm. So we've had bad, here's the problem. I think I mentioned this in the book, or maybe I didn't, but one of the problems we have in America is that, yes, we have this system where every four years we vote for a new leader, but it also allows us to be really unstable because every four years we can completely change directions over of how our government reacts to foreign foreign issues or foreign governments, mm-hmm. right? One so, president was setting this up, and then bam, the next yep. president, fuck all that, we're doing this now. Yep. Look at the Iran thing. You had that whole Iran thing. They gave them money. They sent them pallets of cash in the middle of the night and everything else. And Trump comes along and says, forget that. We're no more money to you. And matter of fact, we're putting you back on the terrorist watch list, and we're mm-hmm. cutting all things with you. So the next president comes along and might change it right back to what it was. Wasn't there like a space program too with Russia that Trump like cut him off? Um, uh, there was a space, the, the shuttle program was cut off under Obama. Oh, okay. Obama. That's yeah, what I was so, thinking of. Because he thought, you know, we could spend money on other things, which maybe is true. But... So let's say the government for some reason, like it's full tyranny right now. And let's say right now we want to start a revolution and overthrow the government. Where right, would we start? Right, okay, so let's define tyranny real quick. So tyranny is when a government's oppressing you. How bad does it oppress you? Well, some people say, well, what if it takes away the rights of women to have abortions? Okay, that's enough. Let's, let's take over. That's one side. Or what if it's on the right side, they say, well, the government's 
advocating tyranny when it gets rid of the Second Amendment. We no longer have guns and they're confiscating our guns. I'm not going to do that. So that's enough to spark my revolution. So whatever it is that sparks it, whatever we call tyranny, then I guess the only way I can see that ever working is, this is me awful to say, but it, you can't do it like the Antifada's doing it. Right now they're getting on the streets and they're, they're busting out windows and they're blocking traffic and that just pisses people off. Pisses mm-hmm. For work, living their lives like if i'm trying to go to work and you're blocked by traffic and now i'm late for work and or whatever that's just gonna make me mad i'm just gonna run them over <laughs> right and that's <laughs> what happened that's what, that one dude got ran over that one lady got ran over and that they, they called the white was a white riot and <laughs> yep yeah and she got ran over watch the videos because she kept trying to block the guy's car well i think i'd be afraid too if all the people started jumping in my car i'd probably just run somebody over too hey they attacked you fuck it right right but so the only way it's going to really work is more of a concerted effort, almost like we did during the revolution. You ever watch the, the Patriot? Yeah. You should go back and watch that. Because what mm. did differently, a long time ago, probably mm, for a couple hundred years, the way governments would work is they'd line up on a battlefield, get as close as possible and shoot their guns until one side had less people than the other side. That, that's how it was won. <laughs> okay, we got less people. It's over. Okay. Well, they, they do a body count. Guns, yeah, body count. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Shoot that guy. We got one last now. Oh, you won. But now, during the Revolution, American Revolution, you can see it in the Patriot movie, they started doing what's called guerrilla warfare. So you hide in the bushes, you hide in the trees, and you wait for your, your enemy to enter the battlefield to go some, and then you start picking them off from the, and they can't even tell where the hell you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Got to be tactical about it, right? Right. And so you almost would have to employ that. Again, careful, because I'm being hypothetical here. I'm not advocating. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'd want a revolution because I'm too old to fight in revolution. Hey, so I, let's repeat that. This is all hypothetical people. Hypothetical. We're not trying to start a revolution. We don't, don't hate the government. It's just don't quote me. Yeah, don't quote me. Um, my name's my name is Bob Smith, by the way. Bob Smith, and he lives in a cave. <laughs> yeah, in a cave. So if you were going to do it, I'd imagine you'd have to do a guerrilla style and you'd have to decide that I'm going to start taking out it had to be a form of basically domestic terrorism. You would have to start making the lawmakers be afraid. You, you can't target individuals. You would have to target the lawmakers that you think are the ones that need to be overthrown. So, for example, uh, maybe I shouldn't give an example. For example, a senator, I won't mention any name, a senator, you, you go and you take them out. Because they make crucial decisions, right? Critical decisions. Yeah, you take them out. Now, that could backfire on you, as I say in the book, because now you'll have all the senators. Let's say you're just taking out. For this sake, we're taking out Democrat senators because we don't like what their policies are. So you're taking out Democrat senators. Well, now you have your Republican senators in the Republican House all going, well, we need to be solid with them and blah, blah. Now they're hunting you down even worse than they did before. So you just united them. Right, you united them. So you got to be careful because no matter what you do, it could backfire on you, especially as a revolutionary. And so um, you, have to be, you have to decide that you're going to go all the way to the end no matter what happens. So you you got to commit. Yep, you have to commit. You have to stick with it all the way to the end until either you win or they kill you, one or the other. So what do you think about, like, let's say all the citizens that are armed right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and against the government, full-blown, like, these guys got unlimited funds. They got fucking drones, missiles. Right. right. You know, I, so that's an argument. A lot of people say that, well, even though you have the Second Amendment right, they – it's pointless now. You'll have leftist people say it's pointless now because you just don't have the firepower to ever take over the government. You don't have bazookas and tanks so you can drive up and take out 
Okay, that is one way to do it, full-fledged war, but guerrilla warfare does not require you to have the same firepower as your enemy. Oh, nice. And on top of that, if you can get a few insiders into the military that have those tanks or have access to those missiles or have access to it to join you secretively, covertly, then you, you're on the end and you can actually use that well. But again, you don't necessarily need to have all that stuff to take it over. I mean, you need to infiltrate, right? Huh? So you need to infiltrate? Infiltrate, yeah. So what's the government going to do? Nuke Cleveland because that's where you're based out of? No, they, if they don't know where you are, they can't get you. Oh, smart. So you continue to do this and you, you'd have to get enough people. Like I said, Antifa is never going to work because they're not really that organized. And the other way it might work maybe is if the government said we're going to confiscate all the guns. Now, mm. I know I have some guns that the government's been trying to confiscate. It's not, it's not illegal where I am right now, but if it became illegal, I have to keep asking myself, would I turn it in? Same here, bro. I got an AK, fucking rifles and yeah. shotguns. I'm not know. certain I would turn it in. I'm like, uh, do, would I know? Because why? I mean, where does it where does it end? Well, now you got to turn in this gun. Now you got to turn. What the hell am I going to have left? And imagine if you don't, you're in big fucking trouble if you get busted, dude. You're basically a yeah. terrorist. Mm-hmm. So I say that in the book because what what the government will do first with revolutionary. Because even the American revolutionaries at first were, were deemed terrorists by the English. You know, they, were, they weren't heroes like we look back now and go, look at there, there's George Washington. He's such a great guy. No, they were terrorists back then. Mm-hmm. And when you will always be deemed a terrorist. Yeah, and then what's, what's a terrorist? I mean, because one, one country's bad guy is another country's hero, you know. One country's terrorist is another country's patriot, you know. Exactly. I mean, what, was, what are some of these people? in some of these Islamic countries trying to do. They're trying to get rid of, they call us the imperial infiltrators and, and, and occupiers. They're trying to get us out of their region. Get out of here. We don't want you here. We, so they're considered terrorists, but all they're trying to do is get us out of there, right? Mm-hmm. Leave our region. Now, if the same thing was the other way. Let's say we had a bunch of Chinese infiltrators in America that were, were uh, trying to tell us what to do. And, and oh, good- hell. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah so... Here. Have you ever seen the movie Red Dawn? No, I haven't. Um, but I, see, the, see the original one and see the remake. The original one's good. Because wasn't that like when Russia, Russia tries to take over the U.S. or it something? Was, it, it was Russia, it was North Korea, and some southern South American countries, I think. Oh, shit. So it's like World War Three kind of deal, yeah, right? They, it's cool because you're sitting there, and it starts off, and I won't reveal too much, but it's like a 1980s show, and there's kids are in school. They're sitting there, and the teacher's teaching some history lesson. And all of a sudden, he sees all these damn parachutes coming down. And he goes, oh, well, there must be training. But then more and more and more started coming down. It was like all these Russians coming down, and they took over the school, and these kids had to fight for their life. Back then, when they made movies, you could actually kill kids. Now, they're not allowed to kill kids. <laughs> you can only pretend they get killed. But back then, they actually showed kids getting killed and having guns. But now, they, you got to pretend the kids don't have guns because that's yeah. Even though they do, I mean, little kids with AKs, you know, we yeah. all well see the fit- footage. Yeah, so you should watch that one. That's a good one. I would, if somebody's interested in how some of this works, I would watch The Patriot. I'd watch Red Dawn. It, be, it may not be exact, but it gets your mind thinking. If this could work, how would it work? Hey, what do you think about Fight Club? You think something like that would work? Fight Club, if our thought, unless I'm misunderstanding how that worked, wasn't that just a group of guys that got together in abandoned buildings and fought each other? Am I missing something? No, because well, towards the end of the movie, the Fight Club became Project Mayhem. 
and um, they infiltrated the government. They had members everywhere. And so at the very end of the movie, okay, spoiler alert, but you've seen it, right? Is there a part two or something? Did I miss it? Um, no, there's... There... I remember the Mayhem stuff, but I don't remember any part two. It's like they said it never made a new one, did they? No. I mean, there's a second book, but they haven't made a second movie. Okay. But uh, in, in the movie, the Fight Club starts turning into Project Mayhem, and that's yeah, when they start wearing all black and start, like, fucking blowing shit up and causing mayhem. Right. But at the very end, they were saying something about how all of us Americans were enslaved because we're in debt to the government. So he says, you erase the debt and you set them free. So at the end, they blew up a building that was, uh, like, a big bank or something. They hold records. Reserve. Probably the Federal Reserve. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And they blew that building up, you know, and you know how he, he was fucking uh, schizophrenic, so he had two personalities. Mm -hmm. So one was leading the guys, and the other personality was, like, trying to stop him. But he was telling them, like, he's like, dude, well, you're going to blow up a building. You're going to kill a bunch of innocent people. And he's like, the building's empty. They're all, they're all with us, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. If if you were going to be a true revolution, uh, revolutionary, you would have to commit to the end. You have to decide, I'm gonna have to go all the way. If I have to kill people, I'm gonna have to kill people. I mean, I'm not saying you should, but I I know I couldn't do it. I don't think and, I could be revolutionary. And those people, the government that we're talking about, it's gonna be officers, military personnel. They all have families, and they're just doing their job. You know, right, right. So you're gonna have to kill them too. <laughs> if we're talking about, you know, theoretically. So I'm not certain we could duplicate so much the American Revolution because, again, it was thought out for a long time. They looked at all the history and they said, what has worked in the past and what hasn't worked in the past? I really don't, I really don't think we can improve upon it much because they gave it so much thought for decades and decades and decades and figured out, okay, the Greek system worked, the Roman system worked, that we got to give people the freedom and independence as individuals, blah, blah, blah. We're kind of getting away from that now. It's now becoming like, okay, this group over here has more rights than this group over there, and this group over here has special rights because they got blue hair, and these people over here have green hair, so let's give them rights. Mm -hmm. One constitution served everybody. Now, if I was a black person I, right now, I'd be saying, well, that's bullshit, okay? <laughs> Britain is supposed to be all people, and now all people, yes, do have that. Originally, yes, we get it that some people didn't have that same rights, not even women, so. Mm, that's true. So and, now we're at the stage about revolution. Do we want to actually do it? And could we actually do it? I know there's a couple of you out there listening right now and say, hell yeah, I still want to do it. Well, are you ready? Because first of all, you got to be smarter than everybody else. You could, you'd have to be hiding all the time. You remember the, I think his name was Malfoy. And there was another guy, John Muhammad, a few years back. Is that the snipers? Yeah, they, lived, they were. The Washington sniper? Yeah, I think so. He's hiding in the trunk of the car. Mm-hmm a little keyhole and shooting people through there. I was actually listening to a podcast about that. It's called Monster. <laughs> yeah, you're shooting random people, though. If, if you're going to do a revolution, you got to have a plan. You can't just shoot random people. because All you're going to do is piss people off. Yeah, you can't have violence with no direction. you got to no have a, a goal in those crosshairs, you know? Exactly. Because that's just chaos. Violence with no direction, that's chaos. Right. And, and you're that's not going to as you said back, you, you eventually get, somebody's going to kill you. Mm -hmm. and whether it's your own people. Your own people might kill you. If you ever watched uh, Walking Dead and there was, what's that one guy? The, uh, damn, what's that one guy? 
not the governor, but the one guy. The Rick? No, the bearded guy that was the enemy. Oh. She, with the baseball bat. I don't remember his name. Oh, but, yeah, he killed the Asian guy, right? He's bash his yeah, face yeah. in. Bash Negan. His, his name Negan, is Negan. Yeah. So if you become a Negan, eventually your own people are going to want to kill you. At some point, when they get a chance, they will kill you. That's true. So a revolution has to be thought out by more than just one person if it's going to be successful. There has to be a reason why. For example, we have revolutions in America every four years. If you, if you watch the politicians, they always say, we need change. Why do we always need change? Maybe change is not always good. I mean, if you were, mm -hmm. you're going to get changed every four years and be divorced every four years? And I think politicians should be held accountable for their lies. Like, you know, their campaigns, oh, I'm going to do this, do this, do that. And then they don't do shit. They just do whatever the fuck they want after they're elected. Well, it's because they claim, I, I couldn't get it done because such and such stood in my way. Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. The people should say, no, fuck that. You mm -hmm. lied, you know? Like Obama, when he was running for office, so... I was watching it in the news in the English channels and the Spanish channels, and it was complete polar opposites. In the English channel, Obama made it sound like he's going to take care of the immigration problems and all that. And the Spanish channels, he made it sound like he's going to make everybody a fucking citizen. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and to throw on that more, people are pissed off about Trump supposedly putting immigrants in cages. But they never point out the fact that started under Obama. He carried it on. Yes, Trump did carry it on. But the cage crap started under Obama. Wow. They That's questioned crazy. Biden not too long ago in a, in a discussion. And Biden said, basically, he admitted to it. But he said, well, we had to keep the, the families and the children separated from more of the, the, more of the violent people, which what he meant is like the young 20-year-old people who were raping people. That's mm -hmm. The gang, but, gang members yeah, and all that. Yeah. Yeah, Trump kept it going, but eventually stopped it. But they, they acted like Trump is the one that started it. No, this was started underneath the other administration and carried over to this administration. And it's funny because most people don't know that. And that's uh -uh. what the government wants. They want that misinformation or no information spread to keep everybody confused, keep everybody arguing. Right. And to keep us all fighting over silly things like, well, he's a male or he's a female or she, you know, they're, they're <laughs> white. Who cares? We're all Americans, right? Mm -hmm. There first. I mean, I as long as you're legally here, I know I, you had this conversation, I think, on your last podcast. I don't care if you're blue and from Mars, as long as you came here with some kind of legal concept. Yep. Well, you're not legal. You stole this land from the Indians. Everybody stole the land from somebody, if you go back far enough. The land. Yeah. We're all immigrants. Yeah. You, I mean, again, we talked about this in the last conversation. Your heritage being Hispanic is mixed so so distinctly with the Spanish from Spanish conquistadors mm -hmm. or native Mayans, Aztec, Incans. Where does that end? Where does it start? We don't even know anymore. You That's can't true. applying that. You have to realize that okay, it is what it is now, and we got to deal with it now. Now it's just Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Mexican. Yeah. So we. I said we bring back those. Um, Aztec Mayan warrior type of attitude and yeah, bring that to the fight, right? Yeah, chopping up people with knives, <laughs> throwing them down steps, rip their head, their heart out, eat it. Mm -hmm. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queenpin here from the CQP Moments podcast, and you're listening to the Screaming Chewy Show.
Yo, another song here. This is by The Usuals. The song is called 2017. Yeah, that's. I think that the first step is everybody just needs to come to some terms and get together. And that's what the government is afraid of. That's what they don't want us to do, to come together. Because that's the first step, you know? I think right. anyway. I think if we came together, it'd be, it would be like a revolution. If we came to the, together and said, look, quit saying, hey, you black person over here against you white person over here, you Hispanic over this person. If we all said, that's bullshit, we don't want to hear it anymore, quit saying it. What we want is rights for everyone. We want the rights for everyone to have the same rights that it says in the Constitution. Well, you, you can't have rights because this person can't get a job. First of all, if I got a job because of the color of my skin, I would be insulted. I want the job because of I had skills to do that job. Not mm -hmm. because it was white, blue, black, whatever color. That's insulting. Like, there is, there is some politicians that will actually go around and say the reason why we can't have voter ID laws is because there's some people who are too dumb to get voter to get ID. Do you know one person who doesn't have ID that's of age? I don't. No. And the people that I do know, it's like nobody's too dumb. And if they are too dumb to get ID, I'm not certain I want them to vote. 
Do you want to vote? I don't know where I'm going to be. <laughs> they just pick whatever. Vote. Dude, don't <laughs> vote. Don't vote, dude. Just stay out of it. So yeah. they want to keep us, like you said, they want to keep us completely opposing each other instead of, instead of saying, hey, we want our rights that are outlined here in this Constitution. We want you to quit telling us we're going to take away our guns. We want you to quit telling us that we're not allowed to say this and say that because that's hate speech. Anything's hate speech if I advocate killing somebody. But if I say, hey, I don't like blue people or, hey, I don't like green people, hey, I don't like the color blue or what, whatever it is, I'm allowed to say that. You know that, right? Well, freedom of speech. Yeah, freedom. But they're telling us now we don't even have that because it's hate speech. Where'd that, where'd that word come from, even that phrase, that concept? Yeah, everything's being censored. Everything, yeah. uh, like you were saying about the, the cancellation, uh, cancel generation culture. Yep. Yeah, cancellation culture. Mm -hmm. Every time you say something that, that somebody doesn't like, if you're a, a movie star or some kind of in the sports, they will make sure that whatever your life was is canceled. You know, you, you shouldn't, this should no longer be able to be a football player because he said this. That's bullshit. Just fuck up your whole career. Yeah. And well, because you should have said that. It's freedom of speech. Quit it. Or like you were saying about, you know, if if you know if we're gonna do a revolution, you'd have to infiltrate, right? Maybe right. let's say you're a governor and because you're making decisions, how you were saying you have to follow through, and there's a risk that if they catch your bullshit, if they know you're on the other side then they're going to destroy your career, like try and destroy your life, you know? Right. And I think that goes on in politics in general. It's getting worse, not because of Trump, because he's an awful person or whatever you want to call it. It's because they, he came out of the woodwork. You, if you remember during the election, they were all laughing. Trump, <laughs> he'll never get elected. He's, a, he's an idiot. He's a clown, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. no one. And then he started winning the, the nomination from the Republicans. Oh, man. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, well, he <laughs> Hillary Clinton, she's got it up 90%. She's going to get elected. And then you looked at her crowds that came out to see her, like 1,000 people compared to his 25,000 people. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, well, that's okay. The, the media tells us she's going to win anyhow. And we got not only that, we have the FBI helping investigate him. That's what we're going to do. We're going to get him that way. Well, all that shit didn't work, and he got elected anyhow. And, and he just fired the head of the FBI. <laughs> well, yeah, well, look what the FBI was doing. They were getting fake FISA reports on the dude. I mean, whether you hate him or not, what they did to him was wrong. Yeah. Any president. They definitely That's attacked wrong. him. Yep, so. And that shouldn't happen to any president. I, didn't, I wouldn't want that to happen to Obama if I didn't like, hey, you, okay, if you want fair and square, you want fair and square, that's what the people want, and that's what I'll do, so long as you don't take away my rights. But to have the FBI and everything else, and what's that, Stork guy, what was his Stork and his girlfriend saying they had an insurance policy on him, and all this other crap, and going around going, Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> as far as I know, Russia didn't control my brain and tell me who to vote for. And you know, and if they did that to Obama, it would be a hate crime, right? Yeah, well, anytime you, anytime you tried to actually criticize Obama for anything, you were supposed to be a racist. Because he was yeah. a president. No, he was the first, if you want to say, he was actually the first half-black president. If we would have voted for Herman Cain, that would have been the first black president, and we probably all would have got free Burger King. Yeah, and that, all, that whole uh, SB 1070 that happened here in Arizona, where mm -hmm. they're trying to pass this bill into a law where... If anybody looked illegal, the cops had the, the right to search and detain you. 
which is racial profiling. But yeah. that happened during fucking Obama. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, if, I don't. I mean, that's a that's a touchy issue because really, according to the Constitution, they can't stop you without cause, no matter who you are. You've seen yeah. those where the guy gets stopped at the. I think it's a where they test you for drinking. The drinking. Oh, drug. the DUI checkpoints. Yeah, DUI checkpoints, and they they stop this dude. You see all these videos where they stop this dude and he refuses to roll down his window. Can I help? Mm. The DUI checkpoint. I'm gonna have to. And you have your. I'm not gonna roll down my window, sir. You can talk to me through. You're gonna have to roll down. And if you watch the video long enough, eventually the another police officer goes to his passenger door and busts his window out, and they drag him out of there and they tase oh, him. Oh fuck! Just because he won't submit to a DUI checkpoint. And you know why they don't roll down the window? Because they could just say, "Oh, I smell alcohol," and yeah, that's and a reason they, right there. Right. So they're trying to get around that whole. Uh, reason due process and everything else just cause good old america right mm -hmm. well <laughs> it's a violent force and that's really yeah that's what that's the reason i'm saying if we really wanted to come together as people we should come together to say quit trampling on our rights i don't care if you're on the left or if you're on the right all you politicians quit telling us what the hell we can and can't do we know what our constitution says and it tells us we can say whatever the hell we want so long as we're not threatening somebody's life or advocating actual killing of people if i want to say hey i just i just really hate people with blonde hair i can say it all i want you can't stop me from saying it i should be able to say it yep as long as you don't say i'm gonna kill them yeah that's so different or hey let's get a whole bunch of people together and kill all the blonde people that's different mm -hmm. i should be able to say what i want and it's not a hate crime well it could lead somebody to hate to kill them okay anything could lead something man big macs make you fat we'll kill all people to make big macs <laughs> Where, where does it end? Don't, don't eat the, too many sweets. You'll get diabetes. Oh, <laughs> I have diabetes. You offended me. Mm. <laughs> but so it, can a revolution ever happen in this, in this country? You've got people on both sides saying, no way, because we don't have enough weapons. And we already talked about that. You could do it by guerrilla warfare and infiltration. Well, wouldn't they stop you before you got too far? I mean, who knows if they could stop you, depending how many people you get on your side. That's the tricky part because you never know how far it's going to go and you got to get the sympathies of enough people to join you. You're in, again, you could turn them against you rather than turn them for you. And then everybody's on oh, your side. It's a double-edged sword. And not only you got to get them to be on your side and go against the government, but they got to commit, you know, they can't just give up and be like, Hey, we're over here. You know, like <laughs> fucking snitch on you or some shit. Well, after a while, I think if you watch, for example, the Patriot, there was a group of people who were part of the revolution and they kept getting slaughtered and they started killing their family. The, the, the British would go and find out who these guys are and they'd go back to their home and they'd kill their family and it really demoralized them and they quit the fight. Mm. So things that people could do if you were a revolutionary to help demoralize you. So example, if Chewie started a revolution and he was in the hiding in the cave with me here and the chandeliers hanging from the cave and stuff and they wanted to go after his family it, it, what would you leave the cave and go, man, I'm done with this shit, Rod. I got to go with, go back to my family because they, they took out three or four of my homies. You, you wouldn't like that. Yeah, huh? To get you that's where That's all they got to do, right? That's all they got to do, and that's what they did. So you really got to commit. And I don't think enough of us are ready to commit like that. Hey, and that's why when 9-11 happened, Bush fucking flew Obama's family out. 
they protected them. Yeah. Because uh, he probably knew the rules, man. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. He knew what's going to happen. So uh, we'll be interested to see what happens in, in November of 2020 because we have, right now, it looks like it's setting up for Trump, which will probably easily win, more than likely. With, I'm not trying to be biased. But yeah, I, I think he's going to win, too. Yeah, they just don't have a good candidate at all. Nobody that anybody's – now, Sanders will probably win the, de the nomination. And he's completely opposite of – Trump's pro-capitalism, pro-American history, pro-American, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not pro-white just because it's pro-American. It's not pro-white. It's just pro-American. It's pro-capitalism. Mm -hmm. And you got Sanders, who's, you know, pro-socialism, take this money from this guy and give it to this dude because he's got too much money, blah, blah, blah. You got these two different opposing ideals going on. And I think they really seriously think Sanders is going to win. And when he doesn't, what are all these people going to do? Are they going to be pissed off? Or if he does win... And he raises the fuck out of all our taxes, which mm -hmm. is what and we were your, talking about. your guns. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is why we, why people were thinking about having a revolution or would have a revolution in the first place. Right. You know, you, you think if they um, elect Trump, people would get mad and have a revolution. But imagine, bro, they elect Bernie and everybody's happy at first, but they're like, wait. He's, he took our guns. He's raising our taxes. And then now, let's imagine you have the UN now coming here, and they, get, they said, let's disband our military and just have the UN protect us. Not oh, saying, my God. I'm, I'm being really conspiratorial here, but mm -hmm. let's, that did happen. At how far can people be pushed before even his supporters say, that's bullshit. We're not going with you there. Yep. How much are we going to let them, you know, push us around? I'm telling you right now, if something like that happened, I probably, I, I'm not going to join a revolution. I'm just too old. I would probably get in my RV and go hide in the middle of somewhere, nowhere. <laughs> so you always have a place with me, Chewy. Sweet. Yeah. Hey, we need to find a place next to a well. We need water, bro. <laughs> uh huh. And a McDonald's. And a McDonald's. I got me next to McDonald's. Oh, you got me now. You All had right. me at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe we could, uh, fucking make a mcdonald's and that'll be our our front yeah but i mean if there is a revolution i mean obviously people don't think in depth of exactly how scary it can be you know because like when when the whole 9-11 thing happened bush was saying if you're not with us you're with them Right. So basically, you have no choice, right? If you're not with your government, you're a terrorist, basically. Right. So if you don't agree with your government, what your government says, what they do, then you're a terrorist. By right, that's going to happen. With, that will happen with any any group of that's in charge. And for a matter of fact, like most most people, most politicians, when they come into office, they have these grand ideas. I don't care whether you're Trump or Sanders or Obama. You think you have this, you know, idea where you're going to make a utopia. It's going to be great. Everybody's going to love it. And they're going to, okay, but is it really utopia? And is it, who's it utopia for? I think as Abraham Lincoln said, you can please some of the people some of the time, but you can't please all the people all the time. I That's mean, very true. Yeah. So when Obama brought, you know, universalized health care or whatever, the Obamacare, some people loved it. Other people hated it, you know, especially for the fact that it, I don't know if you know this, but the way he was designing it, if you didn't have Obamacare or some kind of health care, 
you were fined and you had to either have some kind of health care or pay a fine. Which is oh, yeah. Quick. They took yeah, it for your taxes. Time. Yeah. So that's the first time in history where you had to, to have a service that you couldn't get out of. For example, if you don't want to pay excise taxes or car taxes, just don't own a damn car. But the way mm -hmm. designed Obamacare, you had to either do it or pay, get a fine. You couldn't get out of it. That's the first time in history, at least in America, that I can think of that ever there was a service that you had to have or get fined. That'd be like saying, I require everybody to have a car and I require that everybody pay the tax on the car. What if I don't want a car? Well, too bad. You got to have a car. <laughs> and it's bad enough if you don't have insurance, you're already right. in debt with medical bills. Or right. Now they want you to pay $900 more or whatever it was for the... So my point is that every, every, all these politicians, the revolutionary, let's say, you, let's say you're successful. Let's speed ahead here. Let's say the revolution that you did, you designed, you took over the government, you brought down America, and now you're in charge. What, what are you going to do now? What are you going to put in place? Well, man, I'm just going to party all the damn time. <laughs> what, what the hell are you going to do? I mean, are you going to feed the people? Are you going to provide health care? Are you going to, how are you going to pay for the roads? You know, how are you going to pay for it? Are planes still going to fly? You, there's all this shit you haven't even thought about when you're thinking about you're going to do a revolution. To keep things in order, right? Yeah. yeah. Because then that, the other step is anarchy. And we see all that. That's just going to be mass killing. Man, if I'm hungry and some old dude comes to my house and tries to get in my house, I'm probably not going to let him in the house. I'm probably shoot him at the door. You better get back to my door. Oh, yep. here's a side story. So I live, I live in Florida now, but I used to live in Indianapolis. I was in a really bad side of the neighborhood one time. And I was eating lunch at a Burger King. And I usually just sit out in my car. I'm sitting on my car eating Burger King. And this dude, this vagrant looking guy, starts walking up to my car. And I had the window half pulled down. I said, uh-uh. He's like, what? I said, don't even approach my car. He says, you don't even know what I want. I said, I don't care what you want. Don't approach my car, dude. You're going to feel sorry for it. <laughs> I keep a machete in my car all the time. Like, nice. You don't fuck around. I don't do a machete. You know, Goddamn. Yeah, you're you're going to be in trouble. You need to step back. Going to be lopping limbs off and shit. Yeah. So my point is, is that if it ever got to the stage where there's basically anarchy, you couldn't trust anybody. Even people you thought you could trust, if they're hungry, they're going to they're gonna kill you and steal your stuff. Yep. It's like, uh, like Mad Max. Yeah. So you'd be in your house and, and have, oh, I, I, we have a good, that revolution really hasn't affected us. We have plenty of food in here. And well, you start talking like that and somebody's going to come get your shit. And that's like how you were saying it, it's exactly going to be like that movie, The Purge, which mm -hmm. the rich people with the houses on the hills and gated communities fucking, you know, they lock their doors and have fucking shields on the windows and shit you know those people are gonna sleep through the night like babies mm -hmm. you know, everybody else you can't sleep because people are trying to break in your fucking house all night or you know rape yeah. people you have, grandma up, you have grandma up there by the window with a shotgun why so you can sleep grandma what <laughs> i sleep it's your turn grandma <laughs> don't you fall asleep again Drink this monster. <laughs> Grandma dragging bodies in. I got food. I got four of them in the middle of the night. <laughs> so, yeah. but we're just not ready for a revolution. Not the way, I mean, you see the Chinese people in Hong Kong, I think I mentioned that in my book, keep trying, trying revolution, but it's not going to work unless they are really seriously committed, which requires some dirty, dirty stuff to do, especially now in this day and age. And you got to remember, the government fights dirtier. Because yeah. remember, people in China, they were protesting. Mm -hmm. Now this whole coronavirus broke out. 
who's protesting now? Nobody's protesting. They're all running for their lives. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, that's a conspiracy. I can't prove that the government released the virus to shut the people up, but it's one hell of a coincidence. It definitely worked for their advantage, though. Mm -hmm. So... And who's to say the U.S. won't do something like that? I mean, they, they got the viruses in labs. They got the technology. Well, if you can look this up and people say, well, your guys are all conspiracy theories. I'm not really. So I usually try to look for things that are provable. There was an mm -hmm. op Operation Northwood. It was back, yes. Yes. Yeah, so it was back in Kennedy's day. Now, he didn't advocate it, but his Joint Chiefs of Staff were trying to figure out what can we do to foment or design a war against Cuba? Because we can't make we can't just attack them because that looks bad for America. So they actually had planned one of their one of the plans is to fly an American plane full of college students and blow it up over Cuba and, and blame them. If we're willing, they didn't do it, but if we were willing to even entertain that concept, then what conspiracy theory can I come up with that's as crazy as that? And that's that's not even I mean that's known fact. Look it up on anything. Nor Operation Northwood. Oh yeah, didn't they attack a base too or something and blame it on Cuba? Yeah, there's a couple, but that was definitely the, the the big one. But yeah, we we fomented in creative wars. I mean, look at look at Bush with the weapons of mass destruction. That's possible he had them, but we never did find any. And I think it's very interesting you bring up Project Northwoods because when I tell people, you know, that I believe 9/11 was an inside job, and they're like, "That's impossible. The government would never do that." And I tell them, "Look up Project Northwoods." Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm not trying to convince you of anything, but I want you to look it up and you, you, you make the decision. What do you think? You know, I mean, there's some, right. like, we're talking about coincidences, you know? <laughs> and that's that you can't argue that definitely they, they admitted to it. They admit to the fact that our operation Northwest, but Oh, well, we didn't really do it, but we just talked about it. You talked about it. It's enough to me that you, you possibly would have done it if you would got the okay from JFK. Uh-huh. And JFK did not want to do that. He was actually a good guy, you know? Yeah. But where did that get him? And I tell people, like, you know, no matter what president, people are like, oh, this is the greatest president. And I'm like, well, look, if this president really wanted to make change and do better for the people, down the line, he's going to end up like JFK. I guarantee you. Yeah, well, that's the reason we're kind of joking about Trump and I said about the Kentucky Fried Chicken. You do realize a lot of times you'll see him on his plane eating fast food like that. He mentioned why he does that. Because people were like, oh, look, he's such an idiot. He's a rube. Our fancy elitist guys, they eat, you know, shrimp, cocktail, and blah, blah, blah. And he's such, a, he's such an idiot because he can only eat fast food. He's fat ass. Well, he explained why he did it. Because he goes, if I order fast food, nobody knows who's going to. There's no option, no opportunity to poison it. Smart. So that's the reason he does that. He eats fast food because nobody would know that it's going to the president. That's crazy. It's just another burger to them, right? Mm -hmm. They don't know who would get eating it. Now, he might do it less now that he's a president has testers, but when he was running for president, you'd always see him on his plane eating fast food. Damn, I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Good old American food. America. <laughs> so we have another part in our, in our revolution. Let's say revolution broke out here, but we're not, now we're not to the point where anybody succeeded yet. What would happen? So the revolution's breaking out, America's in chaos. Now the first time we know what happened then, we had the French, we had the English, and the Germans and a couple others trying to manipulate America and figure out how they want it to become when it finally, when all the dust cleared. But now in this day and age, in 2020, 
if a revolution broke out here, who would be all the players coming to America to help influence what the outcome was? Would it be China? Would it be Russia? Would it be, would it be Mexico? Would it be all the Southern, uh, Southern South American countries? Who would be influencing? Who would pour into this country trying to fight for the different sides? So now you got beyond just Americans fighting Americans. You have foreigners coming in here. Right? That's true. So, and while yeah. we're fighting each other, that would make this country like the weakest point. You know what I mean? Right. Having so we, all, we all lose it. What if, the, what if they come, we're, we're sitting there fighting each other and somehow uh, all the Muslims, I'm not saying this is the case, but let's say all the Muslims got together and said, finally, we can get our caliph, our caliphate working and we can, we can get Muhammad's new land made. And they took over the entire government and said, F all you dumb Americans, now we're in control. Yeah. I think we'd all be pissed then. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, none of us won. If you thought things were bad now, I mean, <laughs> wait till then, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to think about, do I really want a revolution? Some people are still like, yeah, I do. But usually those people haven't thought it out much. Yeah, they haven't thought about the consequences. And they, they probably don't care because they think it's cool. I mean, you've seen people that do crazy stuff like that. I don't care. Was it had yep. the Dumb and Dumber and the stupid human tricks or whatever that stuff was that people were doing for, for a while? They just want to do the dumbest thing they can. For attention. Mm-hmm. And we got too many of those people, you know. A lot of people talk and talk, and it's all for attention. They don't really care about what's going to happen, and that's pretty dangerous. Right. And so that's the reason it's important to – we talked about politics, and you said – one of your shows you try not to get involved and that's right we at some point you know you got to live your life you can't worry about oh who's going to be the president now because when obama was a president i i personally didn't like him but my life didn't my personal life did not change much yeah work and i still exactly my friends i was now trump's president my life still hasn't changed much mm-hmm. it gets funny when he says crazy stuff but my life in general hasn't said changed much yeah and just you like you're saying exactly. You don't let it get to you, you know, Mm -hmm. because people like I talk to some people and they're so angry about politics, like, oh, the president did this or this and that, or people arguing about the left and the right. And I'm just looking at them like, none of that has affected your life. Yeah, it hasn't affected your life. Once it affects our life, then it affects our life. Then we can start talking about it. Yep. Like now they're trying to take our guns. Okay. Now I'm getting pissed off. You know, now it's like, oh, motherfuckers. (laughs) <laughs> once it start affecting you directly because once they take your guns you, they're taking your way of defending yourself against the government now that's a big deal mm-hmm. and that's what some people don't understand too right like i'll talk about like they're trying to take your guns and people are like well who cares i mean if you're in trouble just call the cops like no by the time the cops get there you're fucking dead you know <laughs> you're right and guns aren't just for protecting you from the thug. It's actually for protecting you from the government. Mm-hmm. What do you think all the Jews were doing when the Nazis came out to him and knocked on the door? <laughs> they'd have no way of defending themselves. They opened up and they drug them out and they, they put them on the crowd of cars and off they went. We'll take a shower. You know, it was awful. <laughs> but if you had a gun, you'd say, bullshit. I mean, if I'm going to go out, I'm at least going to go out in a blaze of glory. I'm going to shoot four or five of you. Then you can you know, kill me then, but exactly. at least I went out in a blaze of glory. Go out Grand Theft Auto style, bro. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm not going to be loaded up in a cattle car and gassed to death. 
or even worse, bro. I mean, I think those people got lucky. I think the worst ones are the ones that got dissected while they're still alive and experimenting. Yeah, skin all cut off and turned into lampshade and shit. Yeah. Or they would do experiments like, let's say they get a pole, and they would tie you to a pole and set off a bomb a few feet away, and then they would drag you to the table and see if you're dying or still alive. And if you die, okay, get a pole that's a little bit uh, more distance and then blow, blow a bomb up and see if he survives. So they're testing how far, how, what's the distance you could be where this bomb blows up and you could survive. And they were right. using people. And a lot of the medical information we know now is because the German doctors were opening people up. Take, let's, hey, let's take a kidney out, see how long he lives, see if we need it. Or, hey, let's take his liver out. We'll yeah. see that works bloom. <laughs> a balloon? Some of, that stuff, some of that stuff's worked. Yeah. Now, there's another side, too. I think I talked about this in the book where during FDR, which is back in the 30s and 40s when during the war, too, America was attacked by the Japanese, as everybody knows. Without any kind of legal authority, he rounded up Japanese Americans, not people who'd been here only one generation. I'm talking about like great grandchildren who'd been here many generations, rounded them up took away their houses and sent them into concentration camps, sent them into old abandoned fairgrounds and horse stalls and stuff like that. They lived there and never got their land back, never got their houses back. And when Ronald Reagan got elected as president, he gave some of the survivors $25,000. Big deal, you know? <laughs> I lost my house. My point is that we think it can't happen here. It's already happened here. All it does have to say, who's going to be the target of that? For example, what if you say, well, if we get a right-wing president, then a really stream right-wing president who says we got to round up all the people, all the abortion doctors and all the people who've ever had abortions and put them in a camp. There's one. Or if we say, well, if we get Bernie Sanders or some left-wing, let's round up all the people who won't give us their guns and we'll put them in a camp until they commit to what we're telling them. We'll, we'll give them re-education stuff and have them watch videos all the time of butterflies and zebra. Reprogram them. Yeah, reprogram them. So it, it's already happened, and it can happen again. You can't pretend it's not, kind of not going to happen. It will happen at some point. That's very true, and many people are in denial about that. They don't want to believe that that's possible. No, our lives are very comfortable. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I know I'm getting taxed at least 34%. That's crazy. 34 cents on every dollar, and that doesn't count. That's just income tax. I'm not even talking about when I go to the gas station and pay that or when I go and get food and get, pay that or whatever I'm buying. I have to pay sales tax up to 9% or whatever it is. So wait until it's 25% and, and or 25% sales tax and 80%. Well, that's okay. We're the government. You can live in our government housing and eat our government, <laughs> drive our government car. I don't want your government shit. I want my own life. Yep, exactly. Like you don't need guns. We, we got people with guns you could call. Yes, it's call okay. the police. They'll, they'll protect you. At, and I tell people, like, okay, our government's fucked up, you know, there's, there's shit going on. But, you know, I, I, I'd rather live in this country than any other country because there's, there's so much worse out there. Like, right. dictators, like, there's countries where you can't even say fuck the president. You're, they'll just fucking kill you right there. You have no well, you, say. Right. Well, Canada, for example, again, I'm not trying to, to push any buttons here. I'm just showing an example. So nobody jump on and write Chewy a big long letter, but in Canada, hey, fuck them. <laughs> if, if you're a Bible pastor or something in a church and you 
you're preaching a sermon against homosexuality. We all know the Bible probably speaks about homosexuality. It's a negative way. Okay. We know that it does. Mm-hmm. So you're pastor and you're saying, God doesn't like homosexuals. That's evil and sin. You can't say that in the church. You will get fined and possibly lose your pulpit and go to jail. Oh, wow. I didn't in know Canada. that. Canada. They're so friendly. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> I know. Maple syrup and all that. Damn. I like those hats they wear and ride on those horses. And so my point is, is that they should be allowed to say that, even though, especially if it's in their own religious text. I want them to be able to say that. However, yeah, they have freedom of speech. Yeah. But now America is getting that way, too, where everything's called a hate crime or hate speech or whatever. And to, unless I'm advocating an actual attack against you, I should be able to say whatever I want. Yep. It gets to that point that I'm going to probably start hiding in the woods. Because I, I, not that I'm going around acting like they call it a bigot. You know, if you ever say anything that disagrees with somebody else, you're automatically a bigot. No, I mean, people disagree with me all the time. I never have called anybody a bigot or a Nazi or anything like that. No, you're just somebody who disagrees with me. I don't like what you're saying, but I'm not going to call you those things. And it's even worse when you're open-minded and you're not afraid to speak about it. It's almost like you're the black sheep. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't believe what everybody believes, if you don't stay quiet about certain subjects because it makes them uncomfortable, then you're the They're bad offensive. guy. That hurts my feelings. You shouldn't say that. And that hurts my feelings really bad. Now I'm going to go to my safe place. Yeah, like I tell people, like, you know, there's fucking politicians out there sex trafficking children and right. having sex with them in their parties, secret mm-hmm. fucking meetings and shit. And people right. are like, no, they're not. And I'm like, it has happened. Look up. The Franklin cover-up. That was oh, yeah. a real case. And there's many other politicians that are doing it. But just that people don't want to talk about it because they're afraid or it's taboo. Like, why are you talking about children being abused? Well, because it's happening. Yeah. Everybody heard of this guy named Epstein? Right? Mm-hmm. And what's scarier is all the people that went to his island. Like, what do you think they were doing there? Hey, I want to know, did he have tattoo on island, though? Deep plane, deep plane. <laughs> the little short guy? <laughs> hey, maybe it was a kid, bro. Yeah, oh, man, that's not right. Oh, this, this show's gone down the drain. Kind of show. I thought this was a, a family show, respectable. What the hell's going on? It can be. You just uh, right. gotta turn it off every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. You just put earmuffs over the children's ears. But hey, that'd be good censorship, right? Yeah. Or like, even in movies nowadays, where I notice, like, I love, I fucking love horror movies, especially the old ones. And I notice the newer ones, there's hardly any fucking nudity. Like, it's not the same anymore. Yeah. Horror movies, is that what you said? Horror movies? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, you'd be watching Jason, and there's, like, teenagers having sex, you know, fucking smoking a joint. Well, they're too confused now. They don't know what gender they are. <laughs> that makes sense. sense. They don't know what they don't know what to do, hell to do with. It. What's this for? I don't know. I'm gonna cut it off. I don't know if I want you to jack me off or finger me off. <laughs> it's funny when you watch some of those old ones. The really, really old ones. You watch them like when the TV first started. They have bells and stuff that come up. This warning. Uh, you were you're getting ready to watch a very, very stressful event, and it's like they play some. Ta-da! Like reveal the killer or something. If they oh was, yeah! You, you ever seen those? They have a. That's an old trigger warning right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that alone. We'll leave that but, alone. 
But I mean, you know, some people just get too easily offended. But it what's fucked up is that like you can't hide from it. It it's all around you. It's real life. Now, if people choose to shelter themselves from it and pretend like it never happened, well, okay. But the way I see it is the more you just accept things for the way they are, you for me, I'll be happier that way. Cause like right. Well, you could be in a fantasy all you want, but reality is going to hit you, and it's going to shatter that fantasy. Yeah, one way or another. When you get out in the real like, if you're a teenager, you've never been out in the world, and you go to work at the workplace, and your boss tells you, you better do this job or I'm going to fire you. But I don't want you to do You're fired. Yep. Then you got to pay rent, fucking buy food, and now what? Well, where's my my participation award? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's... You don't get that shit. You got to survive, man, you know, and, and some people don't realize that. It's it's real life. Well, this brings us back to the whole revolution. If you're not ready for this, and I'm not certain any of us are ready for it, because it's it, it's going to be, it would be really messy. I'm not even certain here in America yet. Not yet, though. In some other countries, maybe they do need it. I mean, China, do they need it? If China had a revolution, as many people as they have, and they went to full-fledged... Let's say they went to full-fledged capitalism, where everybody has free... To, I don't think they're. I don't think their society can handle it. Hey, let's take a little break here. Time for another tune, and um, this song is called "Idiocracy" by Band Enemy Proof. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, back to the seriousness. Because I gotta get ready to leave here now because I think the helicopters are circling. So they tracked their location, bro. <laughs> they tracked my location. So the book again is about how to overthrow how to overthrow a government. It's hypothetical. Talk about the history of it. And the reason I think it's important to 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 look at it is because I really seriously think in the next couple of years, five years, two years, maybe even like I said, November 2020, we could be facing something like that. And we should need to understand what's going on in the minds of some of these people. What do they think they can do? What do they think they can accomplish? And why, why are they taking the actions they take? Because granted, if, if it happened in 2020 and you had some guy or a couple guys, a group of guys killing politicians and went, oh, that's awful. Okay, all they're doing is they're following a plan here to overthrow the government. We get why they're doing it, but do we support it? Why would we support it? Most, most revolutions aren't going to actually continue until you get more and more people. Like, let's say there's 10 people doing this. You're like, okay, there's just a bunch of nuts. Now you have 100 people doing it. Now you have 100,000 people. Now you have 2 million. At what point do you join the revolution if you decide that, hey, now I can join because there's enough people and I'm protected? Mm -hmm. You know? All the ballsy ones are going to go first. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't know if you're even ready for it. You're right. We're, no matter who did it, whether it's left or right, we're all, both probably going to say, damn, that man's crazy. Those men are crazy. But if now they get 100 million people supporting, or not 100 million, but 100,000 people supporting, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Something else is going on here. Do I need to pick sides now, or do I, what do I just kind of stay quiet? Mm -hmm. And a good way to start is how you're saying it. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, if a revolution starts, you're going to have to pick sides at some point. You're really not going to be a state of neutral unless you go in hiding somewhere. And expose the government for what they're doing, right? You got to show the people what you're fighting for. Right. And well, that's, that's why they're platforming, censoring the platforms. Right. I mean, Alex Jones, if you ever watch him, I would encourage somebody to try unbiasedly watch this guy from Infowars.com and just listen to him and a couple of other people talk. A lot of stuff he says is, is spot on. Some of the stuff he says is just outright crazy. Yes. Yeah. I want to be able to say both things, though. I want to be able to say the crazy things and the things, because he's been right about some things that people have been hushed about. Very true. I don't know if you recall, well, he wasn't saying this, but back during, who was that? Was that Kerry? I think Kerry was running for president, and he had as his vice president John Edwards. I don't know if you recall this guy. Mm. You know, right? I think he had John Edwards. Anyhow, there was an accusation that John Edwards had this love child, blah, 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 out of wedlock. And he kept denying it and denying it, and the news wouldn't even report on it. They're like, oh, it's just bogus, blah, blah. It took the Inquirer to report on it, and finally they broke the story, and he couldn't deny it anymore. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so go look it up. John Edwards' love child and the Inquirer. My point is that people like, like uh, Alex Jones serve a purpose. Yes, they're probably going to be crazy 80% of the time, but that 20% when I need them to actually be the person that blows the lid off, I want them there. I don't mm -hmm. want deplatformed. Because you know they won't be afraid to say what they think. And they're doing research. You know, they're, they're trying to look for the truth. Right. Or they're just being crazy. <laughs> hey, that's true. <laughs> they're onto something, though. The government! They're making them die! <laughs> right. Hey, um, and then... um. So you think if uh, another country came over and took over and then, you know, they put us in concentration camps. Mm -hmm. So like you were saying about the sexuality nowadays, well, there'll be like 10 lines. It's going to be like men, women, 
uh, men that think they're women, women that think they're men, you know, et cetera. Yeah, I don't think they're going to buy that LGBT stuff. They're just going to say, all you people over here and all you people over there. You pull your pants down. Oh, it's a guy. Yep. Yeah, yep. Right. Yep. yeah, I don't think they're going to care about any of that stuff. That's, <laughs> it's weird because in society, you can look back, for example, even the Roman society. So it gets to a point where it becomes so stable and peaceful that we start worrying about silly stuff like, hey, I think I want to change my gender, you know? That's true. Where you you got to scrounge for all your food. You don't have time to think about that shit. You're trying to figure out where your next meal's coming from. You're not going, well, I feel like I'm a man. Or I feel like I'm a woman. I'm going to... It's it's because of our comfortableness and our stableness in this country that allows people to actually think about those silly things and, and do them. That's a very good point. And now right. that you say that, it start, I started thinking about like, you know, starving families in other countries, like you were saying, they got to think where they're going to eat that day. They yeah, they don't think whether Johnny's going to be a Joanne. They don't care about that stuff. <laughs> you better get your ass over here and start making me some food. That's very true. And, um, you know, we also got to think about, you know, like I was saying, our government's fucked up, but I'd rather be in this country than any other country. But right now, but think about our future generations, though, because if they start taking our rights right now, imagine like three generations from now, they have no rights. Well, you might hate Ronald Reagan, but he actually said a good quote. I don't know, any, not saying you, but anybody out there. He said a big quote. He said, if we lose freedom in this country, there's no other place to flee to. There's no other country as free as America. Oh, fuck, dude. Wow. I mean, you can, you can think crazy. about all the other countries. They're, they're no, none more as free as this country. Yeah, we have our flaws. Yeah, we have a historical flaws, but there's no other country that's as free as America. You, you can say the dumbest shit here and get away with it, you know, and, and say that's true. Other countries you can't. So if this falls, where else are you going to go? Well, I'm going to go to Australia. They have less freedom there than they do here. Or Mexico, even Mexico yep. to join the cartels. I don't. I mean, I don't think they have too much freedom there either. Either. Oh, I, dude, and uh, I wouldn't want to join them. I mean, like I said, I see those videos, bro. People being tortured, mm -hmm. and a lot of them is people they snitched, or some people are just innocent people. You know, you have a little store, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Hey, from now on, you're gonna pay this much a week," and they're like barely making ends meet. You know. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I'm sure that happens here, too, is just not as a huge problem. Like, well, oh, hey, talking about overtaking the government, do you remember recently, last year, honestly, around October, September, the cartel overtook the government in Culiacan, Mexico? Yep. They're like, killing governors and everything else in some of those cities. They Yeah. So what happened was... Um, El Chapo, right? The fucking drug lord. So he he's uh, his cartels, Cartel de Sinaloa, and they originated in Sinaloa and Culiacan in that town. So the government had custody of both his sons. The first son broke out and then came back with reinforcements over 700 cartel members with full tactical gear, fucking trained by our Navy SEALs and Green Berets. And, um, they wreaked havoc on the city. They fucking just, they would stop at an intersection and just start shooting at everybody. They took over a, a precinct and took the officers hostage and said, hey, we're going to kill them and their families. And they're just wreaking havoc and said, if you don't release El Chapo's son, 
we're just going to fuck shit up. And there was only 300 uh, government police there. So they were outgunned, outnumbered. And the president said, okay, here you go. We release them. And that was it. Yeah. There they go. They, they did. I mean, it was a minor revolution, but it was a type of revolution. So. And now the cartel violence is getting worse and worse and worse. You hear more about it. You see more videos. And that's because the government can't, they lost control. They can't do nothing about it anymore. No right. And eventually maybe they'll lose control altogether. Then what happens? Let's say this revolution we're talking about doesn't happen in the United States, but it happens in Mexico. The entire government's overthrown and this is chaos. And you have all these cartels fighting each other all the time. You think America's going to allow that to happen on our southern border? Yep, that's where it's getting at. I think. And we're probably going to have to, we'd probably have to go in there and start bombing on them. So. Yep, seems like that's where it's going, you know, like, I'm pretty sure the president one of these days is going to say, hey, we're sending, I think they offered Mexico help. Uh, they offered yeah. them, you know. Yeah, Trump did. He said he's going to send some stuff down there, and they said, no, we're not going to have that. But, I mean, it's getting really bad. It's Because I have family over there, and they tell me it's like, it's not how it used to be, you know. It's it's crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's because probably because the politicians are no longer in the pockets of the cartel, and they're trying to do their own thing. And the cartels are like, "No, you're not. You're gonna do what we tell you." Show them who's boss. Mm -hmm. So you know, I say we take some tips from the cartel on how to overthrow government. Maybe <laughs> I'm gonna get in my RV and drive away after he's done, so nobody can find me. <laughs> Hey, I'm wearing a tinfoil hat right now, so the government can't read my thoughts. Oh, yeah, they got you. They got you. <laughs> they quit making, they make a quick, that's aluminum now. It's not tinfoil anymore, so they got you right through that shit. Ah, too late. Boom, uh-huh. All right. Well, anything else? So you could, if you want to look at this book, you can go to roderickey.com forward slash revolution, or you can go to Amazon and look up Roderick, Roderick Edwards and uh, look for how to overthrow a government. It's in Kindle, it's in paperback, and I'm having some guy right now record it into an audio so we can have an audio book as well. Nice. You'll probably go into hiding too after it's done. <laughs> hey, better hiding than missing, right? Yeah. These are always great conversations. Oh, fuck yeah, dude, I love it. So do you have any message for the viewers, listeners? Well, if you're going to have a revolution, just please spare me because I'm just too old for that. <laughs> and Chewie, he probably didn't want to do that either. And just so you guys know, listening right now, me and Roderick are not suicidal. We're very happy. Um, we don't fly planes. So, so if something happens, you know, investigate, please. Yeah, and I, I'm not in the mood to have any suicide. I, you know, any of that stuff. So yeah, don't don't do anything to us. I don't even know how to tie a noose. So if I hate myself, this I can't even weird. tie a tie. So I definitely can't tie a noose. <laughs> cool, man. Well, hey, thanks again for being on, man. I love these conversations. Good stuff, man. Perfect. All right. Have a good night. Okay, you too. Thanks, bro. Later. Bye. Hey, everyone. So it's the end of the episode, and this is the part where I take the time to thank you. Yes, you listening right now. I fucking appreciate it. You have no idea. And, um, yeah. So, you know, I appreciate you if, you know, people just like my Facebook page, subscribe to my podcast, YouTube channel, or if you'd like to help, because, you know, it costs money, right? Buy electronics and, you know, it costs money to make a podcast. So you can always 
sign up for a monthly subscription, you know, for like dollar a month, and there's like a five dollar a month, ten dollar a month course. I'll be sending you T-shirts and goodies, so you can show off to your friends how awesome of a person you are. But anywho, even if you're just listening, I fucking appreciate that too. Like, it's amazing just having so many people actually listening to my shows. It's fucking awesome. And even if you just tell a friend, hey, you ever heard about the Screaming Chewy Show? You know, fucking appreciate it. And, um, yeah. And, but don't worry. It's the end of the show, but I got more music. Yeah. But I'd like to take the time to thank the musicians that allow me to play their music. And if you're curious about the amazing music I played in this episode, first one is called Observer Syndrome. And you can find them at ObserverSyndrome.com. Go check them out. And second band is Enemy Proof. You can find them at www.soundcloud.com slash enemyproof. Also, check out their Instagram, yo www.instagram.com slash enemy proof check them out right now and the third band i featured here third amazing band is the usuals you can find them on youtube same name the U- the usuals or their facebook the usuals facebook.com slash usuals official slash or instagram Instagram at usuals official or if you'd like to be an awesome amazing person and buy some of their fucking badass merch go check out the usuals official dot what a name yo and last but not least I still haven't played their song um but check out Alan Versapellis you can find his page on Facebook named Alan Versapellis, awesome musician, or you could check him out at alanversapellis.bandcamp.com. Now, if you're curious, what is he talking about? He hasn't played any of his songs. Well, I'm going to end this episode with, uh, yeah, you're going to love the name, song called Slutty Teachers by Alan Versapellis. So, enjoy, guys, and uh, go check these guys out. Go help these bands. Fucking amazing music. And go check out Roderick Edwards' books, man. You heard them. You can check them out at RoderickE.com, or you can find his books on Amazon. You will not be disappointed. So, thanks for listening. Later.
Thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, you can find me at anchor.fm slash screamingchewygmail.com. There'll be three options for a monthly subscription. First one, I believe, starts at a dollar a month, yo. Yeah, dollar a month. Yeah, and if you don't want to, that's cool. You can follow me on Facebook and YouTube, Screaming Chewy Show, for some memes, some more videos for episodes. And behind the scenes kind of deal, right? You can follow me on Twitter, uh, Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy, so I should probably change it. But it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks for listening. Peace.